Hello, hello, this is the CritCast, the casual movie review podcast, and I'm Ross. Here at the CritCast, we like to think that movies can be both art and entertainment. And this week, and this week, we find ourselves reviewing something that is a genuine stinker. We're reviewing a movie that doesn't have any artistic merit beyond its demonstration of things not to do. And this movie also lacks entertainment value to justify its ticket price. This week, we're reviewing Seth Gordon's R-rated 2017 rendition of the 90s TV series, Baywatch. And holy shit, is this a bad piece of garbage. This would usually be part of the CritCast where I do a condescending plot synopsis of the movie where I use the wrong character names. Maybe I also make some kind of comparison to a cliched plot or genre trope. But you don't need me to tell you what Baywatch is trying to be. It's a joke already. The original series had no cultural impact whatsoever beyond the elements that everyone parodies. It's about sexy lifeguards running slowly on the beach and solving Scooby-Doo mysteries. The Baywatch movie also wants you to know that it knows that it was a joke, and it desperately wants you to laugh alongside it. Otherwise, where else is it going to put all these many, many dick and ball jokes? Now, I've said it before. I'm not above garbage or movies that don't have much artistic value. I'm fine with a movie that just wants to entertain. Hell, I'm fine with a garbage movie if there is some kind of exceptional redeeming value, ironic or otherwise. But even with those kinds of standards and leniency, there occasionally comes a movie that just insults my intelligence as a movie fan. In the case of Baywatch, not only does the movie fall flat in its desire to be a funny, action-y, raunchy version of a not-so-great TV series, but it's also just poorly put together, too. And that is the final breaking point for me. When a movie that is already garbage can't put all, all of its pieces together well. When a movie squanders whatever little talent or potential it possessed, then I can't give it any more chances. It's just a bad movie. Period. I think the breakdown of Baywatch can be roughly separated into two parts, roughly coinciding with the first and second halves of the movie. Each half has their own set of problems. Specifically, the failures of the first half make the second half worse by not giving it any kind of weight or sense of stakes that might make you care about the nonsense that's happening on screen. So the first half of this movie is probably the biggest problem with Baywatch, and it's best summarized by the opening scene. Dwayne Johnson is Mitch Buchanan, buff Baywatch lifeguard. It's the early morning on the beach. There are long, loving shots of the ocean waves and the early bird surfers and yoga practitioners greeting the sun as it crests over the horizon. Mitch is proudly on duty that morning, watching over his beach when a kite surfer loses control and falls. He hits his head on the rocks. Oh no! But Mitch is already racing out to the water, heroically and without a hint of irony or parody. He jumps into the water, saves the unconscious man, and then he bursts out of the water in the shittiest CG title slate ever, with CG dolphins arcing and jumping over him in big block letters spelling Baywatch exploding out of the water behind him while some obnoxiously loud club music plays on all the speakers. This is the movie's biggest problem. It cannot decide on what tone it wants to take, and worse yet, it cannot smoothly transition between the many tones it does have. One moment, it's a fairly serious take on Baywatch that's about bringing a team together of lifesavers and beach protectors. The next, it's a, quote, parody of its own source material. And the next, it's a fucking cringeworthy 80s-era 
raunchy sex comedy, and there's practically an audible ka-chunk when one scene of one tone transitions to the next scene of a completely different tone. There are many ways to make this kind of movie. The most obvious comparison is 21 Jump Street, which shares the same basic origin story. They're both modern movie remakes of a 90s TV series. But for all intents and purposes, 21 Jump Street did this kind of movie better in every way. For one, if we're talking about tone, 21 Jump Street manages to maintain a mostly consistent one for its entire runtime. It's an over-the-top comedy action movie and stays an over-the-top comedy action movie in all of its scenes. Even when it's being serious or action-y, it undercuts those moments with bits of comedy helped along by great editing and timing. So when the time does come for some heart and emotion, it has a much bigger impact because it's a stark contrast to the wackiness around it. Not to mention that all the characters remain consistent in both cases. Baywatch, on the other hand, spends so much time flip-flopping between comedy, attempts at emotion, and parody that it's difficult to feel anything when the movie asks for me to care. Plus, these characters are basically two different people when it comes to being serious or when it comes time for them to be funny. They're either in serious, we need to be a team and a family who saves people mode, or we're going to make dick jokes and references mode. The end result is that I don't laugh when it's supposed to be funny, which is also because it's just not very funny in my opinion, and I don't care when I'm asked to care, so I have no investment. And with no investment, the second half of the movie just feels empty and tedious. The characters and their relationships are supposedly put in peril, but I don't give a shit about them. I'm just waiting for them to succeed because I know that they'll succeed and they'll be cracking whale penis jokes the entire time. I don't care about where these characters came from, and I don't care where they're going. And where they're going is some of the worst CG action scenes this side of a sci-fi channel TV movie. Even on a budget of $69 million, I find it hard to believe that they couldn't afford CG fire that didn't look like it came from a PS2 era Resident Evil cutscene, or a boat that didn't look like it came from a PS1 era Resident Evil cutscene. I'm not asking for the highest Fidelity computer graphics, especially if the movie doesn't call for it. This isn't Doctor Strange or Transformers. But come on, guys. These action scenes are on par with Sharktagator versus Octoborg, and I'm not even going to look up if that's real or not. Worse yet, Baywatch couldn't even afford to have decent-looking green screen effects. There are moments when Dwayne Johnson and Zac Efron are on the boat or a jet ski, and it looks like that one scene from the Spongebob movie where they're riding on top of David Hasselhoff. It's really bad and embarrassing. Now here's the part where I talk about the few notably good things in this movie that I liked, because you should always give credit to things that stand head and shoulders above the rest of a bad work. Uh, there's an action scene where Zac Efron is riding a motorcycle down a crowded pier to rescue a person in the water. He's speeding and dodging through crowds of people. The people are diving out of the way. He gets to the end of the pier without breaking. He jumps off the motorcycle, off the pier, and dives into the water. And it's all done in what looks like a single shot. A single take. That was actually pretty impressive. I don't know who was on set that day to make that happen, but they weren't on set for the rest of the movie, apparently. In terms of acting, I suppose everyone is decent. I've always been pretty bad at picking out good and bad performances. Dwayne Johnson occupies that Will Smith area where he's charming and affable, though it totally doesn't save this movie. Uh, Zac Efron flexes his comedy chops again as the funny bro guy. 
uh, Alexandra Daddario, Kelly Robark, and Ilfinish Hadira, I'm sorry if I mess up your name, acquit themselves uh, well as the crew of Baywatch. Uh, shout out to Priyanka Chopra, whose villainous real estate mogul would have been a great villain in a better version of this movie. She's a confident and cocky minor league Bond villain, but she's above the other characters, and they just don't match up with her. If there's one person I gotta feel sorry for, it's John ba Bass, who plays a fat, geeky nerd character straight out of a shitty college sex comedy from a few decades ago. His character's entire arc is, for real, to join Baywatch just so he can get close to one of the female lifeguards. Also, he's an awkward nerd who is the butt of like four nudity or dick-related jokes. I mean, there's an entire scene dedicated to him getting his dick caught in a deck chair that lasts for like 10 minutes and it goes nowhere. It's just so outdated. He's an example of a character who doesn't really work in modern movies, even though he might have worked in the past in his own movies. He's not endearing, and it's not funny to laugh at this guy. He's pathetic, and his arc is demeaning to everyone involved. Plus... He's more or less just a plot contrivance in human form so they could have a tech guy who can do things that everyone else obviously can't do. Here's where we get to the final question. Is it funny? Judging a comedy to be funny or not is a bit of a fool's errand because comedy is always highly subjective. What's funny to one person is not for another. That was the case with my showing. The people there were laughing plenty, but I didn't feel like it was a great comedy. I wasn't laughing at all. It was also forced and surface level. I laughed plenty at 21 Jump Street, and that movie seemed to have just as many dick jokes as Baywatch. But going back to Baywatch's jarring tone shift, the jokes in Baywatch are just so written. Every joke in this movie is so predictable and made for this movie. Here's the dick joke. Here's the slow motion running reference. Isn't it funny when a fat guy dances? Oh, let's have a boob joke. Ha ha, a penis. None of it feels organic or like it was something a character would actually say without prompting from a script. Not to mention, it's also plainly shot and edited. There's no funny edits or funny musical cues or even funny interactions between characters. It's just, I tell my joke, then you say your quip. Make sure to say fucking balls a lot because we need this to be R-rated. Now it's my turn to say a joke. And this is in between them having to shoehorn in plot exposition and explain character development instead of, you know, just showing the characters grow. You know what Baywatch feels like? It feels like a standard studio-driven comedy masquerading as the new edgy R-rated comedy that 21 Jump Street and Deadpool did so well. But it has none of the charm or wit that either of those movies possessed. And that's saying something, because Deadpool wasn't super clever either. It feels like an executive committee assembled the pieces of a raunchy comedy, slapped on a brand that has some nostalgia appeal for some reason, and then put the rock in it. The pieces of success from the past are there, but none of it is assembled in a way that makes it unique or memorable. Hell, it's not even put together in a way that doesn't feel lazy or manufactured. Baywatch, the movie, ironically mirrors its past TV self. It has a bouncy exterior, but there's nothing on the inside to remember. I, I wouldn't recommend spending your money on this shit. Y'all have a good day. Now.